crown of thorns placed on his head he knew that he would soon be dead he said did you forget me father we count it a privilege to welcome you to today's episode of streams in the desert this is a program packaged by the evangelical and pentecostal arm of the chaplaincy of the university college hospital ibadan nigeria this program has been designed to facilitate your encounter with god when you meet him it will make a way for you where there seems to be no way so sit back call your family and friends to watch along with you and we are sure you will be richly blessed amen he hung his head and prepared to die but god always has the final say he allowed his only begotten son to be crucified and that's what took place on good friday he allowed him to die christ said how could he die when he had no sin sin the power of death is sin and if he had no sin there was no way he could die so he only had that authority from the father to lay down his life and when he laid down his life he said he had power to take it back again and that moment when he allowed himself to be beaten smitten whipped mocked spat upon by the human beings he created he was allowing all the price that needed to be paid for sin for infirmities for sickness for oppression for domination by satanic and evil spirits he was allowing all the price that needed to be paid to be fully met in him and when it was all done he announced it is finished the price was paid everything that needed to be paid was paid and do you know what happened at that material time when he gave up the ghost the bible says the curtain in the temple which was the barrier between the humanity and the holy of holies which only the high priest could enter once a year the curtain became split from top to bottom opening access through christ to come back because now now that he had paid everything that was necessary to be paid every sin that all who believe in him have committed can now be blotted out because there can be no double jeopardy everyone that commits himself to Christ now has the opportunity for their sin to be forgiven to be taken away so that the newness of life spoken of in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says if anyone be in Christ he becomes a new creation behold all things passed away all things become new and there everyone who believes in him now has the opportunity to have eternal life again which god at first created man to have but which he lost because of sin now can be restored and to have eternal life and your name can be written in the book of life when your sins are blotted out do you see why we celebrate easter let me draw your attention to a passage in Luke chapter 13 verses 6 to 9 and I'd like to read it because it reveals the heart of God so very much it says he also spake this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard 
and he came seeking fruit on it and there was none verse 7 then he said to the keeper of the vineyard look for three years i have come seeking fruit on the fig tree and had and find none cut it down why does it use up the ground but he answered and said to him sir let it alone this year also until i dig around it and fertilize it and if it bears fruit well but if not after that you can cut it down do you see what jesus who has ascended into the holy of holies before god the father and is seated at the right hand of the majesty do you see what he's doing he's our high priest is pleading for us that person who has broken the law please give me a little more time give me a little more time with that person let me tend it let me woo him let me give message it is not the will of god that anyone should perish but that all should be saved you see the love of Christ, the love of God for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And this is the love that he has demonstrated to us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that is why in John chapter 4 verses 4 to 26, we see the woman at the well that Jesus met, the Samaritan woman, who came to fetch water and met Jesus at Jacob's well. And Jesus asked for water. You remember the story well. He had been married five times. And the man he was now, she was now living with was not even her husband. And when Jesus revealed that aspect in her life history to her, she was in shock and said, you must be a prophet. And she went, she believed, and she called the entire village and say, come see a man who told me everything about my life. And they all came. And when they met Jesus, they themselves saw that grace, that gentleness, that call upon their lives. Come, come and have life. Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as wool. Even if they were red like crimson, they shall be as white as snow. Jesus calling and beckoning, and they all came and believed. And that is why we see another woman that was brought before him in John chapter 8, verses 8 to 11, caught in adultery and said, the law requires us to stone him, to stone her to death. And Jesus said, yes, the law says so. But let any of you here who is without sin throw and cast the first stone. And he bent down and began to write. And one by one, they dropped their stones and they all went away, proving that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful, he is just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. They all went away, admitting their own guilt of sinful nature. And Jesus turned to the woman and said, Where are your accusers? And she said, There is none. He says, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And lastly, the thief that was crucified with Christ on Golgotha. There were two of them. One remained arrogant right through till the end. The other one came and humbly asked Jesus, please forgive me and remember me when you get to paradise today. Jesus there and then made a promise to him, today you will be with me in paradise. The question is, would you want to go by the way of the law 
James reminds us, if we keep all the law and yet offend in one, we offend in all. There is no 90% success. A sinner is a sinner, and the soul that sinner, it shall die. And God has given us no other name amongst men whereby we must be saved, except the name of Jesus. There is only one mediator between God and man, and that man is Christ Jesus. That's what he came to be, to be the bridge, the restorer of life to all those who believe in him. And he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. And that's why this Easter, you need to see the difference. The law makes all of us see how hopeless it is trying to enter and gain heaven from our own efforts. It's impossible. But grace which God has given, coming himself to take on the form of a man as a sinless son of God and dying on the cross and paying the price for our redemption and making that atoning sacrifice to wash us from our sins. That's what Easter is all about. That's what his resurrection is all about. He had to be resurrected. It is not a spiritual thing. He has retained the nail-pierced hands. He has retained the side wounded by a spear. He has retained the feet that were pierced by the nails so that you can see it was a physical body. A ghost has no body. And Jesus, even after his resurrection, he took fish and ate with the disciples. He talked with them and he appeared to more than 500 people to show that he was a real physical being and yet having all the fullness of divinity of God dwell in him. Can't you see? God is reaching out to you. He's calling you. Come home. Come home. Would you listen to him this Easter? He says, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the day of provocation when the children of Israel tempted him in the wilderness. Come to him. Surrender your life. Repent of your sinful ways and in true penitence turn to him. He will come in and restore that relationship with God in the spirit and come in to take it up residence in your life as the indwelling Christ that gives you power. And that's what it means that if the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken your mortal bodies and give you life afresh. Listen to him. Surrender to him. You will become a changed person with a new start, with your past blotted out. And God says he will remember them no more. You become a new creation. Bow your heads right where you are in the quiet of your spirit. Tell God you are sorry for your past life, a past sinful way. It's as simple as that. And in true penitence, turn 180 degrees around and ask his merciful forgiveness. Confess that you are prepared to follow him on his own terms, in his own way, and he will give you all things that pertains to life and godliness. That's what he means when he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things that he knows you have need of shall be added unto you. Father, thank you for these who have made the decisions to give their lives to you. 
to surrender to you. You said and promised that all who come to you, you will in no wise cast them. But as many as receive Jesus Christ into their heart, to them you become, you give power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on the name of Jesus. Father, cleanse these ones who are surrendering to you in the new birth and grant them eternal life that their names will be written in the book of life. Let their spirits once again be united with thee, O Lord, that they may have eternal life. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who gave himself for us, I pray. Amen. I thank you for your time and attention and giving serious consideration to what you have heard. Remember, this is another episode of Streams in the Desert, a production of the Evangelical and Pentecostal chapter of the Chaplaincy Services of the University College Hospital Ibadan. Numbers and the channels and addresses through which you can reach us are shown in the channel you are listening to this podcast. Until we meet again and come your way again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord keep you and protect you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And the blessing of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit abide with you now and forevermore. Amen.